Have I said happy holidays happy to you? Happy holidays. Yet? Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy yeah. Festivus. We're just a few days away from Christmas. That's right. I love Christmas. Who doesn't love Christmas? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite holiday tradition? Oh, definitely Christmas tacos. I love that we do that every Christmas Eve. It's so much fun. I'm pretty sure you said that last year, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I did. I love that tacos are your favorite holiday tradition. Yes. Um, why wouldn't they be? Obviously, here we do things a little bit differently, right? <laughs> That's right. So uh, in Florida, we're always doing things differently. That's right. Whether it's our Christmas cookies, oh, our yeah. Christmas gifts, even our Christmas candy. That's right. And we'll celebrate all that and more on this special holiday episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen that Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those even in this holiday season, don't we, Kirsten? We do. And of course, this edition of the Florida Freak Show is all about Christmas. Christmas. That's right. You know, the holidays can bring out the best in people. Oh, yeah. Um, it can also bring out the worst in people. Oh, yeah. And as always, our stories are coming to you. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines, indeed. And let's flash back to 2020, though a lot of us would prefer not to relive 2020. But let's, <laughs> ha- let's flash back to 2020 for this first story and talk about something that we all adore, mm-hmm. Christmas cookies. Yes. And while we all know that the secret ingredient in Grandma's cookies is love... This woman's secret ingredient is something decidedly more Florida. Oh. Coming to you from the Orlando Sentinel. Since we've done a few Christmas week type stories, yeah. let's let's do another Christmassy story. Even okay. though, you know, the season's over. Yeah, tis the season. You know, I it just it it was so lovely. I feel like we just need to keep bringing it up. Keep it so, up. the next time you snag a Christmas cookie at the office holiday party, you'll be thinking about this story. Okay. Uh, From the Orlando Sentinel, Python hunter Donna Khalil has developed quite a reputation for her inventive cooking, which often includes the chicken of the glades, our invasive Burmese pythons. Oh, wow. Khalil has bagged 470 snakes since she joined the South Florida Water Management District's Mm. python elimination program four years ago. And while python jerky is her specialty, when she's lucky enough to catch an egg-bearing female, she either cooks them up in frittatas or freezes the soft leathery eggs to use in her Christmas cookie recipes. Well, the single a a single female python can lay up to a hundred eggs in a year, thanks to the fact that they really have no natural predators here. Uh, but Khalil recommends anyone cooking python or their eggs make sure to test them for mercury first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Did I hear right? Four hundred and seventy pythons. She has caught four hundred and seventy in four yes. years. That means she's averaging like 117 pythons a year. Look at you with the math. Well, I did the math a little bit while while you were talking about it. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? That's crazy. Yeah, that's like pretty impressive. Babe, it's like the Babe Ruth of python hunting. Oh, uh, as a lady, she might be the Babe Diedrichson Ooh, of python hunting. Good call. Good but, call. Uh, but yeah, that's... I, yeah, she's she's bagging a python like every three days. That's insane. Which is amazing, yeah. especially when you consider that in the whole history of the python mm-hmm. program, there's been like 6,000 snakes caught Me. total. Wow. 
So what is that? She's caught like 7% of them? See, I'm not as good with math. I'm completely ballparking that. Well, you got the you got the daily average thing pretty good. I was <laughs> when you said that, I was like, I wonder if she ever went on a DiMaggio type streak where she got like 56 of them like every day in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be impressive. That'd be pretty impressive. People would be like, you know, they'd be the newspapers would be covering it. It's like, oh, can't she get another? Maybe she can find another python today. Who knows? What That's, is that voice? I was just trying to do an old baseball announcer voice. Okay. It wasn't really working. All right. Yeah. So um, this brings up another topic, which was late this year. I don't know. I'm still chuckling at that voice. Yeah. Uh, late late this last year, I should say, not yeah. this year. Uh, Florida Wildlife Commission and Department of Health uh, said that they are investigating to see if python is safe to eat in restaurants that's great um, because of the mercury levels that have been detected in yeah. in a lot of them and yeah. honestly a lot of everglades fish and that sure. sort of thing yeah. you know that you have to be cautious about it but they are already in the current tissue collection oh. phase and of course they are using pythons that were captured through this python program so you know, if she keeps catching them that fast, we'll be through the tissue collection phase in no time. Well, like you said, there's been like what six thousand of them that have been yeah. that have been caught or whatever. So it's already uh, sort of along that line of being like a delicacy. So if it could be another cash cow for Florida's like you know restaurant industry or something like that, they may be able to serve python if they can take care of the mercury. Well, absolutely, thing. yeah, and so. Um, Khalil says that the smaller pythons, mm-hmm. because she's, you know, she catches them and she tests them for mercury herself, yeah. the smaller pythons are usually the ones that are safest to eat mm. because they've had less time for mercury to accumulate in their systems, oh, right? Okay. And you think to yourself, oh, well, a small python. That's that's like the Cornish game hen of pythons, yes. right? I mean, you know, a little teeny tiny python. They're so tiny, They're they so can't tiny. be that big. Yeah, so a small python she considers to be a one-year-old six-foot-long python. Uh, okay. So that's... Um, that's already still almost as big as I am. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a small python. Um, so, you know, I think you could you could probably uh, feed a couple folks with that at yeah. least. Um. So back to the whole cookie thing. Yes. She's a very inventive cook. Yes, Makes her own obviously. jerky, her own sauces. Yeah, like the she's Julia- a dynamo in the kitchen. She's not just the Babe Diedrichson. She's also the Julia Child of well, Python. Well, Babe, Babe Diedrichson had, was a multi-sport star, That's true, right? Yeah. I mean, multi-talented. Yeah. So, you know, same, same thing. So, you know, I would be terrified mm. to... I don't know, crack open a python egg and realize that there was maybe a baby python in there. Yeah, it's so much different when it's chickens and it's like a little chicken side of it. I don't know how I'd feel about finding a python. Oh, I'd be super grossed out if that happened, too. Well, (laughs) sure. No, but I'm just trying to make a correlation here. Do lady pythons lay on fertilized eggs the way chickens do? I think they just uh, coil around them, but I don't know for sure. Or they bury them. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I'm totally perplexed by yeah. this now. Now we have to look it up. So how would you feel if I made Christmas cookies with <laughs> python eggs? I would be I would love it. I mean it would be a cookie's a cookie. Yeah. Damn it. I would I would probably take a couple into work and say these were made with pythons. Would you tell them before or after they ate it? I'd tell them after. Yeah. <laughs> no way I'm telling them before. They'll never even touch them. Favorite Christmas cookie? Oh, well, I mean my favorite cookie in general is 
it's chocolate chip, but I would say if you're it's so you're so simple. I know, so I know, but it's it's just it's so, it's so perfect. There's you know it's simplest simplistic and perfect. But um, growing up, we ate a lot of sugar cookies because you could you know make them any decorate size that you them. want to decorate them. So yeah, they were very very good. They're so, a giant yeah. pain to decorate. Yes. Yeah, just well, I would I, say sugar cookies. I think I could eat sugar cookies faster than I could decorate yeah. them. What's your favorite Christmas cookie? I love the bourbon ball. Oh, that's the that's the right answer. You make amazing bourbon balls. Uh, I love any food that you can get drunk on, and yeah. if it also has chocolate in it, mm. I mean that's a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, python, python dinner. dinner. Yep. Uh, so we actually just started this year's batch of bourbon balls, right? Oh, the bourbon balls. Yep. This year I'm making them with peanut butter whiskey, too. Ooh, um, yum, yum. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if any listeners want the recipe, happy to share it with you. It's the, I guess, official no-bake cookie of the Florida Freak Show podcast. You know it. So uh, I, I could share that in our Facebook group. Somebody just needs to ask. Come on, somebody. Somebody's got to ask. Don't make me be the one that does it. <laughs> hey, so our next story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com uh-huh. and Christmas of 2020. Ah. And you know, that was a rough year. Oh, yeah. Lots of folks unemployed. Tough. Maybe not quite as many gifts under the tree. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we had a few more DIY presents, right? Right. Well, one Florida man created his own Christmas present to himself. Ooh. Okaloosa County Sheriff's deputies received reports of a loud explosion in Crestview, Florida on a Friday night in December. And when they arrived on the scene, they found a Chevy Silverado up in flames. Whoa. They also found 28-year-old Kevin Murphy, who immediately admitted to starting the fire. He said... He poured gas inside the Chevy's cab and then under the Chevy and then created a trail of gasoline and then lit the fire. (laughs) But that's not even the strange part. He said he did it because he wanted to give deputies something to do. Really? He, He said he basically called it an early Christmas present to himself. Well, fortunately, nobody was injured in the incident, although the fire did cause damage to a nearby building and to another vehicle. Murphy was found to have a meth pipe in his pocket, and he's now facing charges of second-degree arson and, of course, possession. (laughs) Well, I think we should find out if our boy Kevin here is a pyromaniac, because lighting a truck on fire to give deputies something to do is strange behavior and i'm not sure if we're really used to that on this freak show podcast we haven't done anything like that. strange behavior it's peculiar i don't understand why this would possibly happen what i love is that basically they they pull up sirens a blaring i'm sure yeah and he's just standing there going hey you're welcome uh you're no thank you necessary. <laughs> really, though, when you think about it, he's he's doing a public service. He really is. I mean, this is a great Christmas present for him. I mean, or or for anybody, and because it, it, he's creating an experience. Oh, and we always talk about that as a great Christmas present. Like, Experiences yeah. do make the find best a way gifts. to do something together for your your present, right? Yeah, yeah, experiences make a great gift, and and the public service. I mean. We all hate to see taxpayer dollars wasted. Never. Right? We, I never want to see that. I don't want to see the police and the fire department just sitting around with nothing better to do. Yep. Let's Whittling give them their some thumbs. work. That's right. Let's give Come them on. some work. It's the American way. Yep. Earn your pay. Right? You, you know the sheriff's got to be <laughs> like thrilled about this. Oh, I'm there's sure. There's no way a sheriff could 
ever find anything for his deputies to do. It's so good that we have citizens out there like this that are finding ways to keep them busy. Oh, geez. (laughs) So the Christmas present to himself. Yes. So I'm thinking maybe he was like, I'm going to destroy this vehicle and collect on the insurance and get myself a new vehicle. Great gift to myself. Maybe... Maybe a Firebird. Hey. See, see what I did there? Yeah. Firebird. Yeah. Or Diablo. Diablo. A Lamborghini Ooh. might be a little out of his range, yeah. but you know, hey, dream big. Is Fiero have anything to do oh, with flames? Oh, I believe so. Come on. Yes. Let's get, get an 86 Fiero for this guy. We do have a neighbor with a Fiero, and I'm fascinated by it. I've always loved those cars. I have too. You wouldn't fit in a Fiero. <laughs> no, that's I probably why I've liked them. They're like, they're like clown cars for me. <laughs> Even when I was a kid. No, but I, I do have to I have one like, you know, like public service announcement for uh, for Kevin here. Oh, A good please. rule of thumb. PSA you know, presented to, by Corey O'Donnell. Yeah, to keep the in mind next you time know. you're thinking about like, you know, committing arson to your truck. Oh. Just make sure you don't have a meth pipe in your pocket because they may want to like check and make sure that everything's on the up and up or whatever and just i would just leave the meth pipe you know maybe in a drawer like far far away in a safe deposit box there you go you don't (laughs) you don't really need it all the time just don't have it in your pocket it kind of sends the wrong message wow you know it's it's people like you right who i think really make this podcast possible (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's people like me and, and even some people like you right aww that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me really I guess the moral to this story is treat yourself treat yourself yeah. that's right I mean arson it's the gift that keeps on giving oh, right oh yeah definitely so uh, speaking of gifts mm-hmm. have you been doing more online shopping in, in these unprecedented times when am I not doing online shopping of course <laughs> definitely so I realized what my favorite part of online shopping is oh it's not the deals it's not the privacy right it's not the comfort of shopping in my PJs mm. It's the lack of obnoxious Christmas music in the stores. Oh, it seems like it comes earlier and earlier every year. Yep. And that's our next story. Just, you know, just after Election Day on in 2020. And that story is coming from clickorlando.com. It all started on Election Day. Oh. Apparently, Florida needed a distraction. Mm-hmm. While millions were out casting our votes, contemporary Christian radio station Z88.3 Orlando began playing Christmas music. <laughs> that same day, Magic 1077, an adult contemporary station, announced that it would start playing holiday tunes by the end of the week. And this isn't just happening in O-Town. Z88.3 is sister stations in Daytona, the Villages, Palm Coast, Haines City, Winter Haven, Lakeland, pretty all much over. all of Central Florida. Yeah. The station's president rationalized the announcement by saying, this has been a really hard year for so many and people need to be comforted. We wanted to bring a positive end to a difficult year by spreading spreading Christmas cheer. Corey, your thoughts? Well, I should preface all this by saying I got no quarrel with Christmas music. Uh, But for me, it's more about the time and the place. It's like a week before Christmas? Sure, that makes a lot of sense. All through December? Okay, but maybe kind of pushing it a little bit. 
first week of November, no way. <laughs> I know that 2020 has been a rough year, uh, and I know it? you want to feel happy inside, but would it kill you to play some disco, man? Oh, yeah, disco that gets music me in a good mood. Always gets me in a good mood. Gloria Gaynor. Yes. I will take Gloria Gaynor any Just day. roll some Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know my my feelings about Christmas music. I mean, I worked I retail for way too many years, yeah. all through high school, all through college. Um, I I pretty much like when I hear Christmas music, the hair on the back of my neck raises, especially if I'm in a retail store. Yeah, like I I start to get anxiety, like my breathing gets shallow. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I I know it sounds crazy, but that's just me. Um, no. I, Christmas music has a whole different kind of trigger sometimes for people. It can oh, really yeah. set pe- set you off. I mean, Florida is a little different because Christmas can really sneak up on you. Oh yeah, but <laughs> you know, I know what you, I know how you're feeling about this. Florida definitely the Christmas does sneak up on you. I yeah. remember probably our first three years here, mm-hmm. like we were like, oh, oh my God, it's December twenty third. <laughs> we need to buy. Buy all the things. We have to do something. Uh, yeah. yeah, right? That's This is what we're used to doing all the time. Right. But it's like, it feels so beautiful out. How can it be Christmas time? <laughs> well, and that's it. If people didn't put up Christmas decorations yeah. around here, honestly, you wouldn't, you would, you wouldn't know. It's right. like 85 degrees. We've been to the beach on Christmas before. Yeah. Um, How many people do you know who already have their Christmas trees up? I'm sure that the number is much higher than I think it is. <laughs> I don't know anybody that I can think of right now, but I bet you I'm wrong. Um, I can think, ba- well, first of all, based on my Facebook, I think every single person I've ever met in my life has their Christmas tree right? up already. Yeah. But I can literally think of a dozen people who put theirs up like the second Halloween ended, like like as soon as the kids were in bed, the yeah. tree, and I'm not even people with kids, like adults in their sixties. Um, yeah, soon as soon as the Halloween was over, like the clock struck up. midnight and the tree was up. Right, yep. take down the Halloween, take down the Thanksgiving, <laughs> get them up right away. Now, I mean, if you had to pick, I know your jokey answer was like you know right after, right before Christmas, but if you had to pick, what would be your sweet spot for beginning to hear Christmas music? Oh God, I don't want to hear it any time before. December 1st? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Except like if I'm watching a Christmas parade or something, then I'm I'm cool with it. But like in a retail store or something like that, mm -mm, no way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always been Thanksgiving for me. It's like I I don't want to hear it before Thanksgiving. Well, the the Christmas trees have been up at Home Depot for literally a month and a half. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing I haven't been to Home Depot. I I don't even... (laughs) Why am I the one making the Home Depot? I don't know. that doesn't seem right. No, at but all. it's like I want the I want to listen to Alice's restaurant on Thanksgiving. Of course you I do. I want to watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want to wait and save the Christmassy stuff until right after that. Because yeah. that's what, you know, everything kicks off with, you know, the Black Friday and all the stuff that's going on right with that. And, yeah. and that's when it feels like the, the But you the know what? Right this time. year everybody is just in such a hurry I know. to make the year end. Yeah. And I, I hate to break it to you, but you know, unless we institute a daylight or a month light saving time, yeah. um, you're stuck with December still. Yeah, Christmas trees aren't going to make it come any faster. Oh, that, no, <laughs> not, not not at all. So, 
a couple of days ago, yeah. my mother called me. Oh, Jan? Jan called aghast. What? She was aghast. I just like she that word. She was beside herself. She was beside herself because one of her neighbors had already put up Christmas lights. What? <laughs> you can't see this right now, but I'm clutching my pearls. This this was November 15th. Like this wasn't even November 1st. This is November 15th. We're like a week, pretty early. A week or early. Yeah. But you know, yeah. And she was freaking out about it. Yeah. Because apparently this is serious stuff. <laughs> the Christmas decorations. The neighborhood has gone go right up. down the drain. Oh, down the drain. There goes the neighborhood. And I will say these are relatively new neighbors. Oh, so well, of course they are. Bringing her- in all their early Christmas yeah. crap in here. Yeah. They're on her neighborhood uh, fecal roster oh, now. Oh, <laughs> they are on the fecal roster. Best Christmas song. Go. Oh, uh, always my favorite. So I, I really love the music of Brian Setzer Orchestra when oh, they do with the, yes. the Christmas stuff. You know that I could listen to that all year. I could, I, I could. That's that's Maybe the only thing that could year. really get me through. I could listen all. to it now. <laughs> but growing up, I really loved Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. Um, I don't know what it was about that. I mean, I grew up a big Elvis fan anyway, so I really liked that one quite a bit. And Santa Bring My Baby Back to Me and all that sort of stuff. But um, one song that has really crept in and be, been something that I really love is uh, is the waitress's Christmas rap uh, from the '80s, yeah. which I never really thought that much about it. I never thought about it that much, but it's such a great song, and it's real, and it's one that you hear quite a bit around the Christmas time now. But it's still, you know, I would say it gets more airplay now than it did 30 years oh, ago. Oh, completely, completely. But that's what I love about it. It's like I never even really thought about it, you know, when it was first big or, and all that sort of stuff. It's just, I really like it now. It just sounds so different, so sort of fresh. And uh, it's a cute little story. It's adorable. Too. It's a little meat cute. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it a lot. So, what is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, geez. So, okay. My least favorite Christmas carol, like makes the hair on the back of my neck stand mm. up. I break out into cold sweat. Can't right. stand it. Yeah. Also, my least favorite of all of the childhood Christmas specials oh. is the little drummer boy. Mm. But, but the Bing big Crosby and David Bowie singing Little Drummer Boy it's is something. magical. Yeah magical yeah it's so, it's tv gold and now you can watch it on youtube anytime you want to it is not christmas until david bowie puts on a cardigan sweater and starts singing well and that's how you know it's good because you can't stand that song but you love it when they perform it i love david bowie yeah. come on so we've talked about christmas music uh-huh. christmas cookies oh yeah christmas gifts what are we missing um, Christmas candy. Ooh, Christmas candy indeed. Yeah. And that brings us to a serious throwback for our last story of this <laughs> very special edition of the Florida Freak Show podcast. Wow. This one comes from just our fourth ever episode on May 6th of 2020. Oh, we were just little babies then. We were. And <laughs> and in May of 2020, we were all trapped in our homes. Mm-hmm. And some of us were taking it a little bit better than others, mm-hmm. as we discovered in this story from Heavy.com. Well, um, you've heard of Christmas in July. Oh, my right? favorite. Half Christmas. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like half birthday, half Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. only like a couple months away. This is great. Right. We might be able to leave the house by then. Yeah. So. 
Uh, you've heard of Christmas in July, so I have a little Christmas in April for oh, you, good. even though now good, it's good, May. Good. But yeah. yes. So from Heavy.com, a Florida woman is facing felony battery and aggravated assault charges. Very Christmassy so yeah, far. Yeah. After police said she attacked a male victim using a brick, mm-hmm. a pen, of course, and a candy cane. What? <laughs> The violent confrontation occurred in Clearwater. Christina Zesius, mm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. She can let us know later. And the male victim were arguing around 5 a.m. on April 25th. Five in the morning. Five in the morning. Zesius was first accused of, stab- accused of stabbing the victim in the left arm using Ouch. a pen, which oh. broke the skin. Sharp pen. Sharp pen. Or that's a very forceful stab or both maybe yeah yeah so the victim tried to leave the house at which point zesius threw a brick at him but missed okay christina then threw a candy cane at the victim's left arm okay causing bruising and swelling to his elbow what yeah what kind of candy cane is this (laughs) so the officer uh, on the arrest report listed candy Uh as the weapon type why not why wouldn't you um, the responding seems, seems about right. Yeah, the officer did note that Zesius did not appear to be under the influence of any drugs or alcohol at the time of the arrest. Look, we are living in weird times right now, and I know that Florida is weird all the time, <laughs> but this is like a new level. This is like bringing it to a new level. And considering how difficult it is for us to maintain our active lifestyles, I think it's good to add candy uh, to the database as a weapons choice. So now mm. it's just part of the form field drop down. It's like, you know, <laughs> you've got um, knife, gun, machine gun, baseball uh, bat, baseball bat, machete, candy. Yeah. It only makes sense. I mean, because candy, you know, it's sweet. It's not good for you. It's, you know, whatever. But candy canes, I love candy canes. I do too. Candy canes are wonderful. And, but why are they like just hanging around in April? Well, like, the hard just, candy, just, hard candy just lasts sitting, forever. Sitting around. I know, but candy canes are long. They're, it's different than if it's just like a little hard candy, like a little, you know, disc or something like that where. It could fit nicely in a bowl. It's like or in Gammy's pocket. Yeah, Gammy, we're coming back to the (laughs) Gammy bookends. So, but I just don't understand how there can be candy canes. And and then this also makes me think of this other thing. So when I was growing up, I loved candy canes. I still do, but because I love peppermint. But there were these, um, and you may know what I'm talking about. These candy canes you could buy at the store mm-hmm. that were almost like very uh, thick and long, and they they were like almost like a police flashlight. Oh, oh they yeah, the Billy re- like the, a Billy like Club, a Billy Club of candy, like a, like an candy English candy. Bobby. Yeah, an like English pole, Bobby was like a, walking around with a instead of a yeah, Billy Club, like a the candy constable. Cane. Except yes. around Christmas time, he would have candy a candy constable. cane. You know, it was like it's like make sure you don't cross the street, uh, mind the gap, or whatever it is, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, but that thing I could see doing some damage if you threw it. Now it's not super heavy. But it is thicker, and it could actually, you know, you could actually throw right. it and get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I love about the yeah. uh, the giant candy Billy Club? Yeah, I would always try really hard and very patiently mm-hmm. to slowly sharpen it to like a, a weapon to a point. Yeah, to to a to a fine point. And now we're seeing 
you know, the possibility. So she could have shivved him with this thing, like shanked him. Absolutely. This feels very much like a Shawshank type thing where it's like, (laughs) instead of like a toothbrush or, or, or some sort of like a rock hammer or something like that, it's like using a candy cane and shivving. Yeah. It's like, we're getting to that nice point where you can really do some damage with it. Bruising with a candy cane. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If it was a regular candy cane, it would just shatter on impact. Right. I mean, so, so do we think. So she's got candy canes. I'm never going to look at candy canes the same way again. Right. Lethal weapon. Yeah. Or at least mildly harmful weapon. Do I need to get a permit? <laughs> I don't know. So so do you think if she's got candy canes just sitting around? Yeah. And and let's face it. None of us have been able to go to the store as much as we would like in no. these uncertain times. Yeah. Um, but if she's got candy canes lying around in late April. Mm-hmm. Does she also still have her Christmas decorations oh, still up? Oh, you know she does. She's got everything still up. Like, not I, just I, lights I, to make it festive. But... I mean, I can't imagine, because I, I don't otherwise understand how, like, nobody would think twice about why she's still got candy canes laying around. If she's still got her Christmas lights up, she's like, candy canes are the least of her problems. She's still got all of that stuff. Like, the tree's probably still up. Who knows? I mean, because there's, like there's like a threshold, like a tipping point where... If the tree is still up after a certain time, do you, you take you leave it, it up all Just year? Leave it up all year. I mean, really, what's what's the and, harm? And in honestly, it? I think one year we had ours up to into February. Own. Yeah, to so, each his own. You know, know it's your domicile. People. You do with it as you wish. <laughs> I do know people who decorate a tree year round. They just leave the tree up. They have Valentine's decorations. They have Easter decorations. Oh, that's they have fun. July Fourth decorations. Yeah. See, that's a great reason to do it. I like that. I like that a lot. But the candy canes, I, I feel like those are a little more exclusive to the holidays. Yeah. Why haven't you eaten them by now? Right. Yeah. What a fantastic story. All four of these were great. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Florida, once again, does not disappoint. Yeah. What, have, what have we learned today, Corey? Oh, boy. I think there's a lot of stuff to learn. Well, candy canes, we've learned that, I mean, obviously, they can be good for year-round. I just don't understand. I wasn't aware that they were something that you could use for weapons. So, good to have a couple of them on you just in case, you know, you forget to take your knife or your machete with you whenever you run to the store. <laughs> you can always have a candy cane I on. don't often bring I'm, a machete to the store with they're me. They're bruising but... people up, so, yeah. you know, it can't can't be that bad what else do we learn i'm trying i'm trying to think i I think we've also learned that one of the best ways to end a beautiful relationship is to tase that person oh yeah i mean nothing nothing says i love you more than tasting (laughs) the one that you love i mean it, it, it really is an intimate thing so um so yeah uh don't eat more than your weight in cooking grease. Oh, good point. You may think that it's actually going to make things slip and slide even easier out of your body. But Wet and wild. <laughs> may, not, <laughs> may not necessarily uh, be the case. And No, absolutely not. And and finally, if you need to call 911, hmm. you know, do it for legitimate reasons. Yeah. If you just need somebody to get the ice cream out of your freezer. <laughs> yeah. Probably not a legitimate reason. Yeah, to it might be time to hire a butler. Um, oh, a butler. May, yeah, maybe maybe some in-home uh, help, or uh, or maybe just get up off your butt and get it yeah. yourself. Go 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 get it yourself. Yeah, I mean the independent lifestyle of the American. It's like let's do it. 
Yeah. We can do this for ourselves. Yeah, we yeah. got this. Yeah. We can, got this. I can get that ice cream on my own. And honestly, we all need the exercise right now. Yes. So getting oh. off the couch getting and walking and to the freezer. Getting up and moving around. It's like my Apple Watch telling me all the time to get up and move stand, around. It's like, yeah. Stand. And time to stand. You're getting ice cream. It's not like you're having to go and do a chore. That's you're just true. going to get grab some ice cream. Hey, we won't tell on you if you don't put it in a bowl. Yeah. Just eat it out of the container. Come on. It's Just all grab good. a spoon and go to town. Yeah. You know, I think it's great that we had a Christmas story in May. It only seems fitting. Right? It just goes to show you that, you know, the holiday spirit never really goes away in the Sunshine State, right? No, no, no. So what did we learn this week, Corey? Well, I learned that pythons are good eating and Florida is home to the Martha Stewart of Python cooking. Yeah, I learned that uh, even if you're not still in grade school, the best Christmas gifts are still the ones you make yourself. Oh, yeah. I also learned that all I want for Christmas is some peace and quiet. Mm, So true. Mm. And we've seen lately in previous episodes that Florida man's weapon of choice recently has been a machete. Florida woman prefers her uh, her weapons a little bit more festive. Of course. So that was our festive and freaky Florida flashback for the holidays. And as always, we invite you to find and post other wacky news stories from around the Sunshine State online on the Florida Freak Show Forum Facebook page. That's right. You can find it at facebook.com slash group slash FLA Freak Show, or you can follow the link that you can find on our Facebook page. And don't forget, you can catch new episodes of the Florida Freak Show podcast on the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. Until then, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, happy holidays, and remember to let that Florida freak flag fly. Ho, ho, ho! (laughs) 